Hey, it's the Golf Club Podcast here on ESPN One Chicago Thousand app, and it is my pleasure. Wait, hold on one second. Teddy, what's your title again? <laughs> I already forgot senior it. Ed- senior editor points senior bet. Okay, I was doing it again. Editor. Senior yeah. editor points bet. Okay, here we go. Three, two, one. It's the Golf Club Podcast. Randy Merkin here with you, and it's my pleasure to bring in senior editor from points bet, good friend of mine, Teddy Greenstein. Teddy, how are you? I am so thrilled to be working with the number one Merkin today. <laughs> um, I'm great. It's a major week, and uh, Scott, eat your heart out, buddy, because I'm with Numero Uno. That's today. right. Yeah, it's it's really not even a close second. By the way, the Golf Club Podcast brought to you by Tito's Handmade Vodka, America's original craft vodka. Visit them today at titosvodka.com. Teddy, we were talking before we started that you've covered 11 Masters. You've covered, I said to you how jealous I was of your job when you were at the Tribune. But you were, it seemed like every time there was a major, there was Teddy's byline there, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So uh, leading into this week at Keough Island, uh, Rory's won there before. Yeah. What, are, what are your initial thoughts of the, of the PGA? Yeah, I've not been out to Kiowa, and that's probably one of those venues where it'd be more fun to cover a major than to play it. Yes. Because if it's windy, uh, a guy like me who's a 13 index would struggle to break 100, and that's probably from the up tees. So I think it's going to be visually stunning. Uh, the fact that Rory uh, won at the Wells Fargo uh, adds a little intrigue because obviously he was the champion here in 2012. So he comes into this event with some momentum. Obviously, Spieth has been playing well as well, so that's really fun. And just looking at the points bet favorites, it's Rory right now at 11-1. to 1. Then you've got Rom, Bryson, uh, Dustin Johnson. Interesting. He was plus 2,020-1 yesterday. People are betting him. He's down to 16, and also Spieth is at 16, up from 14. So a lot of big names here, and it should be an amazing week. So how does the line move? Do you have any idea how a line can move that sure. much? Like how much money is, is put on Dustin Johnson for him? That's a pretty significant move. I agree. And that's surprising to me because Dustin obviously has no momentum whatsoever. He's pulled out of, you know, two or three events already this year. We see video of him, you know, flipping off his, uh, not flipping off, but jumping off his boat into the water. And then a couple of days later, you know, he says he's got a sore knee and can't, and can't compete. So <laughs> That's a surprising one. Uh, we must be taking a lot of action on Dustin uh, to drop from 20 to 16. And, yeah, flip side, I thought Jordan had so much momentum. Uh, he clearly does, and he's normally the betting favorite, but we're getting less on him if uh, we're offering him at 16 to 1 right now. You know, had you know Dustin Johnson and all Teddy, I mean, covering him over all these years, because he's, he's an enigma to me because I know he's won two majors. He's got a U.S. Open he should have won, potentially been in a playoff in the PGA at, uh, at Kohler in 2010. Um, kind of got screwed on a ruling there. But, uh, and then he won the Masters and the crazy November Masters. Um, but yeah. uh, he's, in a way, he reminds me just a tad bit, maybe, of Greg Norman. He, he should have more than two, but he's got two. And he just doesn't seem to be, you know, that upset that he's just got two, which is amazing. Like, you know, winning two right. majors is, is unbelievable. But... Like, the guy's the most, when he's on, is the most talented golfer on the tour. Yeah, I mean, I just think of Dustin. He's like a caveman. He is sea ball, <laughs> hit ball. Right. I mean, I was in a press conference one time where he was promoting Olympic golf many years ago, and they asked him, hey, Dustin, if you weren't a golfer, what Olympic event would you want to compete in? And he was just like, uh. And somebody said, how about basketball? And he said, yup, basketball. So he's, he's not a deep thinker. I think Greg Norman was probably paralyzed with too many thoughts. Right. He was on that day with Nick Faldo. Right. But Dustin is, you know, ridiculously talented and can win anywhere if, if he's feeling good. 
Uh, we're visiting with Teddy Greenstein, the senior editor from PointsBet. You know Teddy, of course, for years at the Tribune. And, Teddy, you sent me over some interesting boosts this week. Uh, Paige's yeah. boost for the 2001 PGA Championship is Rory and Jordan Spieth to both finish top 10, boosted from plus 500 to plus 550. Um, that seems to be like an in my eyes, like kind of an easy bet, which means it won't work, of course. <laughs> but what, what, what are your thoughts on that one? Yeah, so the name of bets are always super fun. And, you know, I send these to our traders. The traders are the ones who do the pricing, and I always have a number in my mind that I'm guessing. And I thought this was going to be more like 4-1. to one. So the fact that, you know, the odds here are plus 550, I think it's pretty appealing. Um, you know, Look, Rory is he, – he loves the course. Jordan's been playing great. Both these guys are in really strong form. So I think the page name of bet is the one that I would sprinkle some chips on. Again, it was plus 500. Now it's plus 550. Now, my name of bet I think is interesting too. Uh, will any player win their first ever major this week at the PGA Championship? And there's certainly a lot of intriguing players here. There's John Rahm and Victor Hovland and Xander and – uh, Berger, Cantley, Abraham Answer, Cam Smith, Sam Burns, Scotty Scheffler, Tony Finau, a lot of players. But this price is pretty tricky. This is plus 135, boosted from plus 120. So you don't get a ton of return here if it hits, but you do get a lot of players uh, you know, in, in your field. Right. You just named a bunch of big names who have never won a major. And, yeah. you know, I the first one of the first guys you mentioned, John Rahm, I keep thinking, like, man, He's going to put together four rounds. When he wins his first major, he's going to kind of dominate. He's, you know, I know he had a baby, I think, around a month and a half ago, right before the Masters, I want to say. Um, and I feel like he's still not back, right? I mean, he's had a couple of good rounds, but he's, he hasn't really competed. He hasn't been in one of the final groups in the final days since he's been back. Um, I, I just expect big things still from him this year. I, you know, he's, he's so freaking talented. I just don't understand why he hasn't won one yet. Yeah, I think that's a great call. And, I mean, for as good as he is, and I believe he's the third-ranked player in the world, like, he hasn't gotten that close to winning a major yet. Right. I mean, the guy who I'm looking at is Xander Shuffley, because you can get him at 20-1, to 1, and he was right there in the mix at the Masters until he, you know, pulled that hideous tee shot um, and missed the 16th green. But, you know, somewhat similar to Rahm and that so talented, no obvious weaknesses in the game, just hasn't won a major yet. I believe he will win multiple. Um, but, like, until you've closed and done it, you have not done it. So I, I think he's an interesting guy this week because nobody's talking about Xander. You know, this, this field, it strikes me as it's deeper than the Masters, obviously, but there's so many crazy storylines. Like, Sam Burns last week had a chance to win the second time in three weeks and fell a little short to KH Lee. But he's like, you can get him, like, basically 50-1. to one. Um, a guy really playing well right now, and he, a young kid, um, Joaquin Neiman. Every every week seems to be in there yeah. in the running. And there's so many interesting storylines. Is there is there a guy, that maybe you know not good odds, but crazier odds that tell you that you're like, boy, I think I could take a, a flyer on him. Well, here's what I would do for a guy like Sam Burns. Like I don't think he's going to win. I, I would never pick a first timer to win on this golf course. There's just so many elements that are tricky here with the wind and the greens and the pressure. Um, but here's, if you like Sam Burns, you think he's going to play well, take him for a top 10 plus 460, almost five to one on your money. Another guy like that is Will Zalatoris. I'm looking at plus 440 for a top 10. So I think that's the play. And then also like, we don't have our head to head, um, odds up yet, but that's another way. So if you like a guy like that, 
look at him to, you know, win his quote unquote first round match. He'll be paired with somebody with similar odds. And similarly, like if you want to fade somebody, like if you're feeling like um, Dustin Johnson is not going to have a good week or, um, you know, Brooks Kepka, you can fade them in individual matches or you could bet them to miss the cut. Uh, Kepka is like plus 150 to miss the cut and Dustin might be like plus 350 to miss the cut. So those are interesting ways to, uh, you know, to jump on a guy you feel like is going to struggle. You know, I, I watched Kepka, I think it was last week, yeah, and he just looks, it looks uncomfortable to watch him play golf. I mean, yeah. I know he's getting over the injuries, and he gutted out the Masters. TV. I don't think he made the cut at Augusta, and he just, he didn't make the cut last week. And, and you know, there's certain times when he, I think he was in a bunker, and he came out, and he was, like, limping significantly. Yeah. And I'm like, boy, I don't know how this guy can make it through four days anyway. So, exactly. um, and I, I heard I heard him make a comment, Teddy, that, like, I, maybe it was after his last win this year that he said that he'll never be pain free basically the rest of his career because of all the injuries he's had. And I mean, he can't be more than thirty-one or thirty-two years old. So that that's pretty frightening for a guy that young to say that he's you know he's already he's got some injuries that are going to cost him some time on the on the PGA Tour and, and he won't be the same. Randy, this is why you and I don't spend four hours a day in the gym because yes. we would get so bulky yes. and so strong up top that like that's our the legs reason. would not be able to support our chest exactly. So. That would be a really sad sign for Brooks. I mean, he obviously had a ridiculous run in the majors, but uh, we want Brooks Kepka playing well. I mean, he's got that kind of that macho vibe, good-looking guy. Ladies love him. He's really good for the game. But, yeah, I, I don't know how you can expect a guy, you know, to play a brutally tough course like this if he's not feeling well. And, you know, when he's, like, squatting down on the greens to read his putts, if it's going to be painful. And it, it, there's no way he's not going to be in – you know, eight or 10 bunkers minimum if he makes the cut here. So, yeah, I think Brooks is uh, a guy to fade if you feel he's not going to be right. Uh, a couple other guys I, I want to bring up with you. Uh, Jason Day, who missed the cut as well uh, at the Byron Nelson. Uh, he's 100-1, to one and I, I'm, I, I think it just must be the back, right? Because, he, I mean, you know, back in 2015 when he won his PGA Championship, he was as, he was as locked in as anyone on the tour. And, and since then, sure. it feels like every year he's faded a little more. Do you, do you would you tell our our listeners our fans to to put any money on him or stay away from him? God no. I mean, Jason's in a weird spot right now. I know when he was really good and when he was winning up at Conway Farms, you know, I think there was talk it's like he had the long game of Tiger and the short game of Jordan Spieth. I mean, he was like Franken monster over there. Right. He was such a good player, but you know, I think he got some attention last week for saying that he's not going to try to qualify for the US Open. Um I think that shows right now that his mindset he's more about like his family, which is great. Uh, he's got many, many kids uh, with his lovely wife, Ellie. And, you know, maybe he's not right physically. I mean, even when he was winning, he wasn't right physically. I mean, he had vertigo and a knee and a back and all these different things. So, no, I can't see Jason Day as a guy that uh, that I would support this week. All right, and here's a guy who I don't think he's qualified for the U.S. Open. I'm not 100% sure. He didn't play in the Masters this year. Ricky Fowler is 150-1. to 1. Yeah. He, did, he missed the cut last week at the Byron Nelson. He played a little better. I think he had a decent first round, did nothing in the second round. Uh, you know, are, are, have we just come to the fact that he's just another guy right now on the tour? Yeah, he's just not playing well. So, I mean, he needed, needed a sponsor's exemption just to get in the PGA Championship. A little controversial when a guy gets a sponsor's exemption into a major. But, um, you know, I feel like he's been <laughs> – he was playing so poorly in like February, March, and he's shown some glimmers of hope that you think, okay, maybe this guy can at least make the cut. I think he's a good wind player. He's able to flight the ball low. So 
I could certainly see him having a couple good rounds here. So if you love Ricky, maybe look at like a, a make the cut proper, a top 30 or top 40. All right, Teddy, I'm going to give you a long shot. This I love watching golf, okay? Um, yeah. Not very good at playing anymore, but I love watching. <laughs> so I wake up uh, sometimes Saturday and Sunday morning at odd times, 4 or 5 in the morning, and I'm watching the European <laughs> Tour. And this yep. kid has been a dynamo over the last couple of weeks. He's won two of the last three tour events on the European Tour. His name is Garrick Higo. He's, I think he's 21 years old. Yeah. Okay. Uh, a lefty. I think he might be the top-ranked <laughs> lefty right now in the world, uh, ahead of Robert McIntyre and Phil. And Bubba, I mean, wow. Phil's, Phil's not close. But I'm just giving to him. You can get him anywhere uh, in many books for like 125 to 130 to 1. Uh, I, I think he might. I don't know if he's going to win, but he, he might compete this week because the kid's got, he's got stones, man. He, he doesn't care. He just goes out and bombs it, and he's great around the greens as well. So Garrick Higo, just remember that name, Teddy. Yeah, he is, I think, 150 to 1 to win outright. Now, I'm looking for him. Let's see. So he is uh, he is European, or where is he from? He's he's uh, he's uh, South African. He's Gary Player. He's South African. Gary okay. Player has been his one of his biggest, you know, uh, helping him out, you know, at the start of his career. So he won, I think, when he was like 19 years old, and he's won, he's already won three times on the European Tour. So the kid's a phenom. Uh, and sometimes guys like that don't care when they come, to, you know, don't aren't yeah. intimidated when they come over and play in the PGA Championship. So I think it's the well, first time he's played on the tour. Is, is this event? Yes. So we have nationality props, and obviously we have like you know your top Asian right. guy, your top American, et cetera, et cetera. Then we just have top rest of world players. So like Hideki Matsuyama leads at plus seven hundred. Then you got Cam Smith. So you've got Aussies. You've got Mexicans. You've got right. Canadians. So your guy Higo. 28 to 1 here. So if you don't think the guy's going to actually win the golf tournament, and he's probably not going to win, but you want him sort of in a smaller field of guys he can beat, 28 to 1 to beat the likes of, you know, Leishman and Schwartzel and Adam Scott and Steve Kim. Yeah, it's a good bet. Uh, All right, before we go, Teddy, tell the fans. So uh, points bet, obviously, pre-tourney is the place to go. And then as the event is going on, live betting throughout, throughout the whole tournament. Yeah, and Randy, glad you're asking. We do have one cool promo, too. We call it Top 10 Insurance. So let's say you take Jordan Spieth and you bet 25 bucks. Spieth doesn't win, but he still finishes in the top 10. You get $25 returned to you in a free bet. So as long as your guy finishes in the top 10, um, you, get a, you, you get a return in a free bet up to $25. So I think that can be kind of freeing to – you know, to take a flyer on some guys and, uh, you know, and, and it won't sting you too bad if he doesn't win. Teddy, always a pleasure, my friend. Uh, good luck this weekend with whatever bets you make, and uh, we'll talk to you soon, buddy. Randy, I loved it, and let's go Garrick Higo. I appreciate the tip, my man. Beautiful. Thanks, Teddy.